What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to one more week of uh, Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, our buddy Randy Keene over at RK Motorsports Consulting, who's also with SRI Performance. So, what's up, guys? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? Well, you're back from the beach. <clears throat> you ever heard that saying? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of pretty much. That sums up my explanation here. Have you ever heard of saying that you need a vacation from your vacation? I think I need another week just to recoup. I can see it. I can see it. It's hard to it's hard to relax when you go on vacation and you, you want to do that. And that's your that's your whole plan and goal to go. You don't and relax going anywhere. I can't really. I can't sit still. I can't sit still. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Pretty good at. It. Yeah, I can't do that. I worked a long time at. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I am not successful at that. I got to stay doing something. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it was it was a uh, fun week. Uh, it really was. Went by too fast. Um, man, it didn't rain in South Carolina. I think pretty much, but Myrtle Beach, Florence area, it didn't rain for like four years. <laughs> Is it where we're in drought conditions? I mean, it, literally, not four years. It didn't rain, and none, zero. <laughs> and then it rains like five days out of the seven we're there. I mean, well, you know. And I don't know if anybody understands, but when you go to the beach and it rains, ain't a whole lot to do. No, not not at Myrtle Beach, especially. I mean, everything rains out when it rains. You can't go ride go-karts. You can't play a putt-putt. You can't go to the Pelicans baseball game. You could have went to the uh, aquarium. That's what you could do. Nah. <laughs> that caused more than the house we rented, I think, for That's the week. Too. That's true. Very true. But uh, but anyway, all in all, we had You a can good go time. eat. That's what you can go do. You can go eat. You can do that anywhere. There's if plenty you go of restaurants. Enough. Because if I'm going to tell you right now, on a Tuesday night in Cherry Grove, at 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Two-hour wait, bro. On a Tuesday night. I'm well, like, what? Well, I'm going to tell you what we did. We, we were only down there. Y'all know we recorded a show from there last week at the beach. And uh, we uh, we left, and it was, you know, I told y'all uh, my wife's birthday, Kayla's birthday was the week before. But we hadn't really done anything for her birthday just because we was all busy that week, and we knew we were going to the beach and stuff like that. So when we left, we really ha- did not even plan this. We were just riding, and I was like, Let's get some crab legs. <laughs> Why not? So we stopped at, what time we leave? About 4 o'clock, I think it was. Yeah, something. 3, 4 o'clock, something like that. So we stopped and walked right into the restaurant on Memorial Day to eat crab legs. Really? There wasn't nobody in there when we walked in there, hardly. Dang, bro. How you do that? I don't know. Got lucky. You sure did. Because I didn't know, know where I went. You could find... It. Dude, matter of fact, the whole entire week, and I don't... I don't I don't use Yamato's as seafood. But the whole entire week I did not eat seafood at the beach. And that's all I normally do. What were you thinking? I could you couldn't get in anywhere. You could not get anywhere. We called uh we called a place over on Little River. Um, Crab Catchers. Yeah. It's a pretty good place. There was thirteen or fifteen uh parties ahead of ours. Jesus. Yeah. So I'm like <laughs> you could we caught the devil. Could not find that was the hardest thing all week. But we cooked a lot at the house too. Had a had a grill. I was gonna say you had the boat down there. Just go out there and catch something, bring it back, cook it. Well, I would have loved to do that if the weather would have. Them fish don't know it was raining. <laughs> the boat sure did. <laughs> when it was uh, five six foot seas out there, it sure knew that pretty good. 
Um, speaking of, yeah, that was pretty neat. We had we had the boat, you know, down in the water there, and like we said or whatever. I don't remember what we talked about last week. To be honest with you, but um, talked about being in the beach. Well, yeah, but um, <laughs> we got to go out. I think three days. We we got out, rode some, and we went. Uh, Cody and, and and myself. We went Wednesday. Uh, to try to get offshore and fish some, we we made it about fifteen twenty miles and couldn't get where we wanted to go. It was just too rough. It was just way too rough. The winds were rough, rough, rough. So, um, but we caught fish all day though. Had a good time with that, and uh, and and you know, kept. I don't know. Caught a cooler full. Kept them and gave them to a dude on the bridge. He was he was so happy because the only thing he could say was, "I love fish." That was all he could say. I was like, "Well, I'm glad you can. I'm glad because he he was so happy." But that's what I'm gonna do this episode. I'm just gonna say, "I love fish. I love fish. I love fish." <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, yeah, good stuff. I came back and went to the grindstone. You know, back back to work. Yeah, all week. I'm glad you did. I'm proud of you. <sighs> After your six months off, yeah, I took my week off. I'm glad you took a vacation. I need a vacation now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I tell them all. I need, I need a vacation. I'm tired of y'all already. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was good. Good to be home too, though. Um, kind of get back to normal a little bit. And uh, get back to some racing, man. We uh, got us a big week ahead of us. Um, a lot of people probably do too. And there's a lot of stuff going on now with, with racing everywhere you turn um, right now. Pretty if the now that we have a bunch of racing now it wants to rain again yeah it wants to rain everything out again at least here it wants to rain right don't make sense no it don't before we get in too much racing stuff to, I ain't really do nothing I ain't done much of anything I, I will tell y'all and I'll go into it a little bit later but uh, this past weekend we decided to head over to Sumter Speedway because they had the ultimate super late models there and all they got in was uh, hot laps Yep. And it started raining. And uh, they actually were going to run them. They ran all the other races, but the Ultimates, they didn't like the track because just the little four-cylinder cars were having a hard enough time staying on the track. I know a super late model couldn't have stayed on there. It was so slimy. Yeah. I... So they're coming back in two weeks on the 19th, which is great for Sumter, but they were supposed to have that late model takeover thing in Charlotte. But I, So I was like, why are they... Telling them they'll be back in two weeks. They're supposed to be in Charlotte. But the next morning they announced, oh, they're canceling or postponing the Charlotte race due to lack of tires. Yeah. Mm. I don't get it. I don't either, man. And they got plenty for Eldor. <laughs> yeah. I assume. <laughs> I hope. I hope. <laughs> I can promise you I hope so. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Um, that track, I will say, we've said it before. I don't, I don't, there's some things about something I do not like. Uh, one thing being the um the lights around that place. That lights up. But the dude that works that track, typically, I'm gonna say typically in the past years that I've been, yeah, about the best worked in track I've ever. I seen agree with you. Here. I 100 agree with you. And when he got there, I don't know something wasn't right that day because he wet the track. The track was wet as on the wood. And when I got there, you know the water truck they typically packs it in they wet track with it and then pack it in with a track trailer truck and stuff right it was sitting over inside the field so you like, pack it with a tractor truck I was like I don't know so I was like well maybe he's already got it done well they get out there for hot laps uh 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 they ain't packed nothing in it is a mud hole 
Really? Yeah. I don't know what was going on. And then when they got done, or when it got done raining, they they were asking people with uh, side-by-sides and golf carts and four-wheelers if they would come ride around the track to pack it in. What? Yeah. That's what I was going to tell. I mean... if I, I felt like if he would have got that out there, that's something going to have been ready to go in no time. Dude, it works awesome. I mean, that big... That Maybe big it broke old, down. I don't know. It might have been. I mean, I'm sure there's enough people around something that can bring another one out there for I, I could have. I mean, there's we plenty of toters over there. I ain't going to work something out. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah. No. So, it, it's probably for the best because it was really slimy after that and stuff. They had probably tore the track up they got out there. Yeah, it'd have been nasty. It'd have been bad on them cars and all, so... Uh, yeah, well, I hate you didn't get to see that on Saturday, but we did become members of the church on Sunday. We did become members of the church on Sunday. Sure did. I'm very, very thankful and blessed that we were able to do that. Um, my mother and myself and, and Cole and Blakely, we uh, became members, and David and, and his family uh, also. So that was really, really cool, and um, we, uh, we're happy to be part of, part of the Lebanon family for sure. For sure. For sure. And before we get in too much, else racing this is racing related uh if y'all saw on our all our social medias and stuff uh probably monday today um i want to put this out there first on this episode so it's out there and i ain't waiting till last in the episode to say it so nobody hears <laughs> put it out there first all right guys we are trying to get up another chicken bone alley i guess right now we'll just say a summer series um, name to be determined on iRacing. So, all you people that own businesses out there, we are looking for some sponsorship in this to put on a good show. We're trying to get some good broadcasters to put it out there, which it will have commercial breaks for your for your business name and all that stuff. I already had uh our buddy Derek Griffiths already messaged us and said uh Northeast Auto Imports. Will be a sponsor of it. Also, our buddies BS Racing on the quad up there, GNCC riders. They want to sponsor it. Sweet. And and run it. So I was like, works for me. <laughs> yes, sir. We all for it, man. We so, sure do appreciate all the help we can get, and got to get some more. Got to keep it going. So Dad, yeah. we'll have a hundred dollar entry fee, whichever y'all want to do. Whichever one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, in all honesty, guys, we're trying to make it a a thousand dollar purse for the points fund. Um, we're not paying per race, um, unless we get a whole lot of money. I don't, I don't foresee us doing that, but if all of a sudden a bunch of money comes up and we can do a thousand dollar points fund and then pay on top of that races on top of that, we'll do it. But, uh, so if your business is looking to get its name out there a little bit, it will be weekly races. Most likely as me and Sterling talking about earlier, most likely this time going to be held on Tuesday evenings. Um, probably going to be, uh, eight race series like we had before and most likely still combine combining asphalt and dirt tracks of and all different cars on our racing so if your you or your business feels inclined to uh to help us out with it none of the money is going into mine and sterling's pocket i can promise you that zero dollars it will all go towards first the points fund and then we'll see what we got left there to uh for our broadcasting if if i can't get enough for broadcasting i'll have to broadcast again myself which is fine too but i want i want a professional to do it i can do it 
we can have all the sponsors named up there, but I just want a professional to do it. Yeah, well, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn because me just just me is going to race it. Okay, nothing to do with other than that because that's all I'm gonna do because I don't, I don't know how to do anything. I barely know how to race it, <laughs> but paying a little more entry fee for a eight race or whatever series to me is well worth it to make it because it's. it's it, Everybody knows that, you know, racing on iRacing for money, it's a whole lot, to me, it's a whole lot better racing because everybody takes it more serious. So I think the more, in a, it, it may hurt, but I think the more money we can pay or we can charge to get into the series, the less riffraff we're going to have. True. In a but, way. So. But in saying that, we're not going to charge no outrageous amount by no means. No, 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 no. But I mean... 20 30 bucks yeah. i have I, I don't see no problem paying that no not for eight race series so that's probably drivers that's probably what, what we're gonna be looking at for entry fee somewhere between 20 to 30 depending on you know what we want to get the prize fund to and uh what we can get sponsors what what kind of sponsors we can get so uh so be looking forward uh, we're looking forward to it but be looking out for it uh because it's gonna be uh coming up here real real soon hopefully once we get all the sponsors lined up hopefully we'll have an announcement to put out real real soon but like i said if your business wants to be involved shoot us an email if you need to it is a chicken bone alley podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook or twitter or checkered or instagram um do we have a myspace <laughs> We might. I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're at Chicken Bone Alley on all I got, I got a mailbox out here. Out front. You can send it to if you want. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, hit us up, and uh, we'll be glad to. Uh, and, and it don't matter. We're not putting a set amount on sponsorship. Um, you tell us what your budget is, and we'll we'll come up with something to fit that budget, regardless of what it is. Regardless if you were the uh, Yellow Flag sponsor, something like that. You'll be... You'll be a sponsor. Your name will be on the broadcast. I promise you. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, so we appreciate it in advance. Exactly. We gotta see if we can't get. Uh, I don't know if you and Earl Ramey can build a motor for my race race car. I don't think Earl could turn on the <laughs> computer. <laughs> it could happen. I don't know, man. He can build everything else. Maybe he can. I see. I see him typing on his phone here. Every now and then, and <laughs> that looks like a struggle every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I like to mess with Earl. So, speaking of messing with Earl, let's go do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone here, we got some good buddies of ours, as we just said. Our buddy Earl Ramey and his son Derek Ramey. What's going on? What's happening, man? I don't know it. I don't know it. What's don't know it? I don't know. I can't call it. Can't call it. Uh, are you uh, are you sunbaked good enough from being at the beach and hanging out? Oh, and, yeah. and 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 yeah, you... I ain't got a the whole damn time, so <laughs> I didn't uh, didn't get much sun. <laughs> just oh. a couple of mech alters. There you go. There you go. I was just wondering if you got it out your system there, you know, so you can get back to That's right. building all these these fast motors here. That's it. I had two days off from it. That's all I get. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. There you go. Get back to work. <laughs> That's right. Derek, what's up with you, man? You doing all right there? Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, just over here at the race shop trying to get race car ready for this weekend. How about y'all? Oh, man. We, 
we doing good, man. Just chilling out, talking about racing, you know, all that fun stuff. I, um, I, I, I talked to your daddy all weekend there. Uh, well, the first part of it anyway. So it was kind of weird because I was hanging out around y'all's car, but y'all wasn't there with it. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, he tends to wander on around every once in a while. <laughs> Everybody always asks, where's your dad at? Where's Earl at? I have no idea. <laughs> they, uh, He's talking about Anthony. He was down there at Sumter with Anthony. Yeah, well, Sumter. yeah I was over there and I was like, hey, I know that car. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was weird seeing it leave the, leave the trailer but or leave the shop i mean but uh anything we can do to help a fellow racer out we uh, we usually try to do so well that was pretty cool trying to help him out there he's doing real good in the points this year anthony sanders there and uh he uh i think he was down a motor is that right yeah, yeah. he he heard a motor the other week it gaffed me and uh his engine builder wasn't able to get it done in time and he said he wasn't gonna be able to make it, so we uh we did everything we could to try to help him and told him to come get our car and take it racing. Try to try to help him out because he's uh I mean he's a he's a smaller team like us, one car, one motor, and he's leading a big points championship this year. So I didn't want to want to see him sit at home if I knew I could do something about it. That's right. That's cool, man. That's uh that's what racing. That actually happened to us back in 2015 when we was running for the Renegades of Dirt deal you know and we was running for a national championship a southern and a north three of them at one time and we'd wore our stuff out about three quarters of the way through and uh had about five races left and i needed to freshen the motor and and get some stuff done and a guy by the name of jason brookover up west virginia that we actually raced against called us and told us hey you know he said just drive up here we'll take all my stuff my equipment his hauler and everything and he took us uh, to three races that weekend, or two races, or something like that. Wow! And we was able to keep points alive and end up winning the deal. So we just kind of felt like it was time to pay it forward. That's cool, man. That, that's that's what it's all about. That's that's good to see. That's, that's a big chance too. I mean, as much as <laughs> as much as that equipment costs, y'all know for sure is that's a oh, big wait, chance man. to take. Let me tell you, I was scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> I probably drank a few more just because of that. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. That would be tough. I don't. I don't yeah. want to let somebody use my darn chainsaw. Y'all y'all borrowing race cars out there. That's tough. That's right. Derek called and asked me, and then he called Todd and asked him, and. I was like, oh, boy, I was like, yes, I know I want to do it, but uh, do we do it? You know, and I said, you know, I just left it up to them. You know, I was okay with it. You know, it was just wanted to make sure both them was okay with it. Just, right. Well, like you say, there, yeah. unfortunately, there was not many laps turned on that car this past weekend. It's some right. Rack, unfortunately, for, for them, but right. uh, fortunately for y'all, I guess, at the same time. So, yeah. but, uh, but it's really cool that y'all would do that. It's very, very cool, and, and it's hard to find good people like that, for sure. I'd like to have seen him got to, you know, got to run it, but, you know, it was also worked out perfect, you know, kind of for both of us. So. Well, I will so say it is what it is, but I will say this: the uh, the laps he did put on it out there in hot laps, man, that thing looked good. <laughs> I'm just, good. good I was, deal. That thing that thing looked fast, and uh, so good. so I think y'all got a good piece under there. But going back to the car there, um, you know, I, at the first of the year, we knew y'all were trying to get in, or y'all were getting into the super late model, and uh, gonna be running it, and then all of a sudden, some stuff kind of fell through, and now it's come back up. Um, tell us about the deal going on now. 
Go ahead, Dirk. Uh, yeah, we had some some stuff happening in the year that fell through, uh, and we took a couple months off, rebounded, and a friend of ours, uh, Todd, Todd Lachinsky, come along and uh, said he wanted to go racing and uh, teamed up. Uh, bought our old car back actually, and uh, man, I, he's he's really helped us out a lot. He gives me the good equipment I need. Doesn't ask any questions. I mean, he's he's all in for it. And uh, if it wasn't for him and my dad, we I mean, we probably wouldn't even be back on the racetrack right now. But uh, this year's been good so far. I mean, I I really can't complain. Got a got a awesome list of sponsors. Uh, guys that helped me in the shop man I, it's just it's been a good year so far just hopefully we can uh keep it going yeah. we uh we had a good run going at carolina the other week and driver made a little mistake and ended the night for us but um other than that we went down to dixie and we uh we kind of got our butts handed to us but we learned a lot uh we really don't get to race on dirt like that that south georgia dirt it's a lot different than you know what's up here in North Carolina, South Carolina, right. where we run. And uh, went to Gaffney last Sunday, and man, we had a phenomenal run. Uh, qualified fourth, started off, yeah, qualified fourth, started fourth, and uh, got a battle with uh, Trent Ivy for second most of the race. Finally got by him, ran second for, you know, half the race, three quarters of the race, and then a late restart with I think ten to go, eleven to go, something like that. Uh, Got into it with another driver just a little bit. No, I mean, nothing serious. Fell back to third and uh, ended up third. But for the amount of competition that was there, man, it was like a win for us just to only be our third race of the year. And, um, you know, run run competitive with Brandon Overton and all the other guys that have been running all year. So I'm a, I'm tickled pink about it and ready to keep getting, keep, keep getting after it and see what this year has in store. Man, I'm going to tell you, I was – I was watching that race over at Cherokee, and man, that car, that car looked good. It really did, and uh, was like had a good driver behind the wheel there too, because uh, it was it was making the right moves at the right times. Um, so uh, proud to see that myself. I, I am too. Um, so what y'all got? Uh, what's coming up next? Uh, we're uh, we're gonna go run the ultimate race at Friendship Motor Speedway this weekend. Uh, I think we might try to venture on down to Sonoya down in Georgia next weekend and uh, try to get a race in on that gumbo that everybody talks about. There you go. Uh, next weekend and then take the following weekend off. Might go to the beach myself, do some fishing. Uh, then uh, July 4th weekend, I think we're going to try and hit a double header at uh, July 2nd is at Livonia, Georgia. And then July 3rd on Saturday is at uh Sonoya again and uh just try to try to hit some bigger races and try to learn as much as we can and then uh just wherever it goes is i guess wherever we end up well well it sounds like y'all about to uh hit the busy stretch here <laughs> yeah it's uh it's about to start getting busy so we uh Anybody that feels free, you want to come help work on a race car during the weekend. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I just heard what what uh what Colt Sterling's teaching over here. Um, uh, what kind of fishing you you like to go do down there, Derek? Uh, my my father in law runs a offshore charter down up uh down out of Myrtle's Inlet. So we uh man, we catch it. We catch a little bit of everything. Uh, 
I ain't picky when it comes to fishing, but as long as we catch them, I ain't complaining. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's me too, man. I love getting out and getting that blue water, man. Ain't nothing like it, is it? No, there ain't nothing like it. What uh, what charters he run down there? What's the name of his boat? Uh, it's called First Response Fishing Charters. He's a he's an old retired cop, and uh, he's man, he gives off some discounts to all first responders and stuff like that, and does a bunch of charity giveaways and all kinds of stuff just to pay back for payback for all the years he's put in and all the sacrifices like all the other first responders have made so it's a pretty cool deal he's got going on down there sweet sweet we'll have to check him out sometime we'll uh or at least follow, that, that's what we'll do we'll follow him out with sterling's boat yeah there you go <laughs> find all the fish that's how you do it <laughs> oh that's cool man earl what you had going on lately you uh you getting plenty of motors together over there i'm trying I'm still probably about 68 behind, but um, every time we think we're getting called up, about 10 more comes in. So it's uh, definitely been blessed. I mean, it's been a really good year. We've got a ton of wins and got a ton of new awesome customers and and, uh, things have been really, really good. We're totally solid. We don't get much time to... I don't get much time to work on the race car or do anything really besides try to keep everybody happy and, and keep the stuff still going out the door, you know? I hear you there. I hear you. Um, t- tell us or tell everybody out there a little bit far as we, you know, obviously you build super motors or whatever else, but we know a lot of your work is, is crate motor stuff. Tell, uh, tell them what your, your deal is really with the crate motors. Um, yeah, we started doing crates probably. Well, I've kind of did crates, like when Sika was back in in the deal, I, I did it probably for like the last eight years or so, and then uh, crates started exploding everywhere. So um, I teamed up with a bunch of different series and got my license through all them, and uh, I'm pretty much certified everywhere except for maybe Rust right now, you know. So, um, but that's been a pretty big deal, you know. I mean, we build. We build everything from supers to thunder bombers to street stocks to UMP mods to limited late models and tons of crates. And, you know, we're, we're a one-stop shop, basically, you know. So we're not like everybody else just, just you know, does one series of, of engines, you know. So every day we do something different. So it kind of helps and keeps us on our toes. And, and actually, you can learn a lot more that way. But, um the crate's really been a good thing for me. It's really exploded lately and uh um got a ton of wins and man they, everybody you know, we always have good races every single weekend and, and we've been tore down a bunch here lately and survived. Thank God. But uh <laughs> <laughs> um you know, it is one thing we try to one hundred percent stay on the honest deal, you know, and just work our butt off to to give them the best product we can legally, you know. So it's okay. it's been a really really great deal. Oh yeah, me me and Sterling were have been talking about it actually lately, and uh, talked about it on the show a few times. We know Jeremy Steele got he he actually finished second in the race, and we said that if Jeremy knows he's hooked up, he knows he's got power to run out front, and so apparently right. that night he knew. He was hooked up, and that guy in front of him wasn't legal. But we just thought it was funny when the guy back protested him. And uh, yeah, that was a waste of time. That was a waste of time. <laughs> that was a waste of time for sure. 
But it was a good thing, you know, his, his kind of needed, he'd got it real hot like uh, three weeks before that, ran it like 300 degrees, and we thought it was toast, you know. We thought it was bad. So he changed oil, changed oil, you know, but they'd made a mistake and, and, and left the piece in front of the radiator and ran the whole race like that. It overheated real bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we kind of thought we was in trouble, but we knew we had to rebuild it, but we didn't have time at that time, you know. So so he went and ran the next couple of races and it actually still ran good, you know. But I was like, man, we got to get that thing out soon. So it kind of worked out good for the other guy to back protest him and, that guy was called wrong and Jeremy's was called legal and he got to win. And I was super busy that weekend. I had Mitchell on vacation and, and we had a ton of other stuff that we already promised out, but we was able to turn it around. We got it. I think, uh, Chris and them drove all the way back that Saturday night, dropped it off at our shop, like 11 o'clock Saturday night. And they had it back by, uh, Tuesday night. So Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, we, we all worked some all-nighters and, and just kept on digging and made sure we didn't put our other customers in a bind. But, you know, we just hope they understand we do the same for them, you know. So that's kind of one thing I always said. If you get protested, I'll make sure you're back together next week so you can race again, you know. So that's right. So we treat everybody the same way. That's right. That's that's, that's an awesome problem to have there is uh, you uh, got to put motors together because uh, – they're, they're apparently too fast for everybody else. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. It's not all about the motor anymore. I mean, everybody works so hard on their cars, you know, and it's just, it's always easy to blame the motor, whether you're slow or, or, or it's got to be illegal because you're winning races. And, and, you know, and usually that's not the, the, the deal, you know, it's, it's, it's how hard you work in the shop and, and get around that corner, you know, it makes that motor look good. That's right. Well, speaking of working on the car, Derek, I know y'all uh, over there working on tonight. What y'all, uh, what y'all touching on the car tonight? Uh, just going over some stuff, uh, doing regular maintenance, bolt checking it, greasing it, uh, checking over everything, make sure it's all fine. Uh, working on some a little bit different stuff on the shocks. Uh, got some shock men over here, Mike Havner tonight. He uh, he's been coming to help me a little bit more here lately. Uh, I, uh, I can tell a big difference in it when uh when he comes over and helps because man he he's top notch uh anybody ever needs any any shocks or anything done questions he's he's your man to talk to he's a he's a big big part of this because he's he stays in the dirt late model loop all the time he knows the latest and greatest tricks and yeah. that's why most of my customers win all the time because i got them on their shots too there you go, there you go. <laughs> But no, he he helps us out tremendously. I mean, if it wasn't him, we probably wouldn't probably wouldn't be running like we are. So a lot of the a lot of the success comes from him. So well, that's awesome, man. Well, go ahead and tell us uh, who's all on the side of that car there helping y'all out. Uh, hold on, let me walk out here so I don't forget nobody. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Make sure you uh, read that little one on the back corner. I'm just saying. I don't even know if you've seen it yet, but there's a sticker on there. <laughs> Uh, chicken bone, uh, uh, grease monkey, uh, Astro performance, uh, big A's custom graphics, uh, Russell Kennedy, he helps us out a ton, also, uh, Bill Pink carburetors, uh, stock car steel SRI, Heinz performance, uh, dirt defender, uh, Pro 5 headers, FK rod ends, base fuel, 
uh, PFC Brakes. They're they're another one of our big sponsors. Uh, they supply us all, you know, the latest and greatest brake components. So that helps out a ton. Uh, Fresh Chef out of Mooresville. Anybody wants to go eat some good food, uh, look up Fresh Chef. They got a couple different locations. Uh, they're uh, they're another one of our big sponsors, so they help out a ton. Uh, Joy CD, Total Seal Rings, All Star Performance. Uh, and my dad for giving us up always giving me the best motor equipment i can run so there you really, go. really about all i see and uh longhorn chassis good deal good deal well uh i, I saw um randy keen and put some uh pictures up bringing in pfc brakes over there uh did y'all actually get any work out of him what i want to know or or he just you know bring them there and just say all right here you go <laughs> no he uh actually put him to work today he sent me some pictures and videos and uh look like he was at, he looks like he actually got some stuff done today there you go well that's good i'm, I'm, I'm glad he did something <laughs> no nah, we like randy a lot he's a good buddy randy's been with us for a long time he's helped us for since modified days so Whew. how y'all put up with him that long <laughs> i don't know it's been tough <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! He called me the other day. He was like, "Man, y'all got to get up to Eldora this week." I was like, "All right, we're, oh, no. we're gonna see what we we're gonna see what we can do. We're gonna see what we can do." <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome, man! Maxima well, racing with uh, with Gene Jones over at Maxima. He uh, he's helped us out a ton. He's been a been a long supporter of our uh, program and gives us all that you know. Gives us the best product he can give us and really helps us out a ton on all the oil and lubricants and everything. So got to thank him too. Good deal. Good deal. And I can't forget this. My wife at home and my mom, they yeah. always get on. To yeah. You better not time. forget them. That's the, that's there the you go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> she lets me come over here and work countless hours and she stays home and takes care of the house and takes care of the babies. So. Well, that, that's, that's, that, there you go. That's, that's number one sponsors right there. Long oh as, yeah. Long as the baby's taken care of, everything's good to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome deal, man. Earl, uh, y'all still uh keeping that uh chassis dyno over there wide open? Oh man, dude, that thing never stops. Seems like uh every day somebody's wanting to come two or three sometimes a day, and sometimes I just gotta put them off for a couple days so we can get some work done. But but that's been a big help to our program. That chassis dyno has really, really helped all our racers. And honestly, I think that's been our key to our success lately. You know, we've really found a lot of problems, a lot of issues. You know, we found a lot of bolt-on stuff that works better than others. And, and when some, you know, everybody leaves there, they always got a big smile on their face. You know, so um, it's it's been a great deal. What um, and me and Sterling have talked about a little bit on the on the show here. But what is it that you uh are looking for? I, I know you're looking to see what kind of horsepower, obviously, it's making to the wheels. But what is it behind the motor, because and to through the drivetrain that you're really looking for there to find that power? Um, the biggest thing is what the biggest thing we usually do. You know, we'll swap headers, find the best headers, find the best muffler combination, best pulleys, best um fans carburetors we'll try you know tons of carburetors all day we'll try fuel we'll try 
um, spacers on the intake. We'll try spark plugs. We'll try spark plug wires, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, it's kind of up to the crews to start working on their pinion angles and, and, and stuff like that, you know, getting a drivetrain nice and straight and, and lubricants in the rear end and transmissions and all that stuff to free up the horsepower, you know, because when you're crate racing, if you find two here, two there, and two there, yeah, that's big, you know. So, and most of our stuff, we've been pretty fortunate. I mean, by the time they come in and they leave, they're up 13 uh, to 19, 20 horsepower, you know. So, so wow. that's, that's big in the crate deal, you know. Very big. And Very a lot big. of people knock out chassis down there and say, oh, yeah, you're just fudging numbers. No, we work our ass off on it, you know, and it takes, a, you know, you, you just don't go on there and just run it. You, you work on it and, and you find the best. And a lot of times you'll make adjustments and it don't. You know, and it loses power, you know, so you go back the other way, you know, and you just keep, you know, try to gain everything that you can gain. And then when, when it, you're all said and done, it's like, damn, I can't think of nothing else, you know, <laughs> it's kind of when you quit and, and move on, you know, so. There you go. There you go. Well, good deal, y'all. I uh, This has been fun and uh, we'll definitely have to do it again. Um, but we appreciate y'all coming on, hanging out with us and, uh, Always, Earl, uh, for helping us out as much as you do, and um, yes, sir. We we greatly appreciate it, and uh, but uh, we appreciate everything you guys do for all the racers. I mean, that, that's a pretty good thing, you know. You you guys, the backstretch, a bunch of guys, you know, you know, you you take up a lot of your time to to give everybody the spotlight. Man, that's it's greatly appreciated. So. Everybody, you know, we everybody's got to kind of give back to y'all too, and try to help you and keep you going, and you know, because all you're doing is helping the racers. So, thank you guys. Well, thank you, buddy. Yeah, we we, appreciate, we appreciate that. Well, cool deal. Well, we will let y'all go get working on a race car and making it faster. Because uh, all right, buddy, it get much faster. Y'all gonna be out there lapping the field. So uh, <laughs> we need that W here soon. There you go. Well, I, it's like I tell everybody: once you put a chicken bone alley sticker on there, that's a, that's a good tenth and a half a lap. I mean, uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. We hey, may not get it real soon, but we're going to get it eventually. So I, I'm just saying. I, I I told a boy that um Saturday night over at Sumter and a little uh and a little street stock car, and he put a sticker on the side of the car, and went out there and straight away to field. He hadn't won all year. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Might be in the rough off. Exactly. So I was, I was like, there you go. See? Awesome. Oh, that was Good cool. Deal. Well, Derek, you too, buddy. We appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. And uh, we going to get to track with y'all soon and come hang out for a weekend or so. Sounds good. Uh, y'all are welcome anytime. And uh, let us uh, let us know whenever y'all want to come and we'll leave a spot for you in the trailer. And thanks again for having me on. All right, buddy. Anytime, anytime. Y'all, uh, y'all have. We a... still need to get you guys come up to the shop sometime, get some of our drivers and all that stuff to come over. We'll have a little kind of open house type deal, you know. We still need to do that. COVID put a dampening on that, but man, we'd love to have you up here and invite a bunch of these guys over and make a make a pretty cool little show. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's schedule something up for the uh, probably good winter time deal. Let's uh, for sure. Let's let's uh, let's look into it and. Get something scheduled up, and we'll make it happen. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, best of luck this weekend and upcoming weekends, but we will definitely be talking with y'all soon. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank you. Have a good night. Hey, y'all too. Awesome deal of Earl and Derek Ramey got going on there. And uh, really appreciate them hanging out with us 
and uh, talking on here. And yeah, for sure. We'll definitely have them back on soon, soon, because Derek's going to be getting some wins here soon, and we're going to call and talk to him about some wins. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, kind of like having the time, really, to get them on. We've talked we've talked to, you know, about them coming on before, and and Earl's always busy. You know, he's got 60-some motors he's behind on, which is mm. a very good problem. But, man, that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. But, you know, like we've always – we keep saying it week in and week out. I mean, you look on social media and every weekend, every Sunday, Monday, you see all these list of cars that have one with his stuff in it. And uh, I think it's awesome to have a good house car there with Derek driving it and showing off at Earl Ramey racing power there. And, uh, um. Like you said, I think this, I think they're going to be uh, ramping up here pretty soon, and going to be hard to beat. Yeah, and I really think the new deal that they got going on. I think I don't, I don't know. I haven't actually talked to Earl about it at all. Uh, y'all heard what we heard about it, about what was coming to the future there. But I think, I think they want to do some bigger stuff. It sounds like, and uh, maybe use this year, rest of this year, kind of testing and feeling and figuring everything out, and then I could see them next year jumping up to something big and. Making some noise. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's the thing about it, though, is, you know, and we didn't get in and talk to him about it, but getting on a tour, you know, running a tour, how in the world could, I mean, I don't know, there ain't hardly no way in the world Earl could, <laughs> I don't I mean, great day, but he had to have a mobile machine shop <laughs> travel up and down the road with him. And, uh, His camper's big enough. He can do it in the back. He yeah, can do he that just, in the toy hauler park. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he has all the machines back there. Build motors in the toy hauler park. That's cool. But uh, but yeah, I, I hope the best for them, and I I I, I agree. I I would love to see them move up and uh, and run some bigger, you know, if nothing else, go for the big money races and big money events, and oh, yeah. you know, like Eldor coming up this weekend. If things were right, I'd love to see him come up here to run that and um, running with Overton and all that already. What three four races into it? Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> they got a lot to learn still, and a lot of a lot of getting back to. Well, it was good because he bought their old car back <laughs> so right you know so he kind of knew the car already so that was good yeah but it's you know it, it's still 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 got not the not the dust and the rust off a little bit yeah for sure but uh they'll be back at it and i uh, looking forward to seeing that and can't wait to get to the track and hang out with them that's for sure that's always a fun time oh man yeah if i, I promise you whether you run good or not <laughs> you're gonna have a good time hanging out with earl i promise there ain't no doubt about it. if it's a rain out it don't matter you're gonna have fun hanging out with earl and we know this from experience just fyi for sure he will make you laugh <laughs> without even trying he gonna make you laugh it is it's a good time for sure so uh really a cool cool group of guys and and have a lot of fun and really genuine people and uh it's, it's cool to hang out with them for sure for sure. Well, some more dirt racing went on this weekend. Um, we were kind of gone, but I did. I did catch the highlights and stuff like that. Um, saw uh, that uh, West Virginia was running that uh, big throwback race. Um, I thought they I think they called it. I can't remember what they called it. Something classic or something. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, Bloomquist had a cool. He had his what O three. I think it was paint job on there. Yeah, with the green on the back. I loved that. That was one of my favorite paint schemes. Yeah, mine too, for sure. And uh, Dirt Draft was on the car for it, so that was pretty cool looking. Yeah. Um, but uh, Davenport went up there and smoked them on the big track. They, uh, I think it was Devin Moran, I think, had an in-car camera. And at the end of the straightaway, he was doing over 130. 
Going Jesus. into the corner and barely cracking the throttle. By like at Bristol again. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. I, I, I swear it it looks faster than Bristol did. I mean Right. I guess the sense of speed right. looks faster. I mean, because what is that? I think they went back up to a five-eighths mile. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it was big and it's a lot flatter, but corners are plenty wide enough. They just throw it in there. But, yeah. man, they got to do something about that, which I don't know they can. Um, I know Ohio, they talk about the dust up there because of Glacier or something like that. Right. Went through there, and I guess probably West Virginia some somewhat same. It's just so dusty looking. Yeah, it gets really bad there quick. Um, and I kind of was wondering, you know, when they first ran it the first time, there was some rocks and there was little things here and there. Right. Little bugs. That, you know, I, what all could they do? You know, I didn't know in the length of time. Or, you know, you can't like, you just go remove all the dirt and put all new dirt. That's kind of a major task there. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what you could do with that. I mean, it's kind of you got what you got. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, nobody seems to. I mean, <laughs> regardless, you pay, they come. So. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So they don't they care if they'll see a lap or exactly. 20 laps. They, they come. It seems like it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It don't seem like, it ain't dusty like Bristol was. Bristol got uh, yeah. fine, hazy dust. I hate that dust when nobody can see anything. I'd rather get this hit. Just look, this yeah. just look like heavy stuff. I'd rather get hit with one-inch dirt clots than the yeah. fine dust that you cannot open your eyes. Yeah. That's horrible. That sucks. It really does. <laughs> So, uh, Davenport won that one. Then they went up to, uh, Brush Creek up there. And while they were there, our buddies, uh, Kale and Levi were running, um, the legend cars while they were, they were one of the supporting classes for the legend cars. I mean, for the, uh, super late models at the Jackie Boss Memorial race, they finally got to redo it. It wasn't a, um, wasn't a world outlaw race like it originally was supposed to be, but they did get to run it. And old Turbo went up there and 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 won it. Um, I like his throwback car, though. Yeah, he had a throwback car. I can, what was it? Turbo Trickle or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, it was old. Had the 46 car. City the, Chevrolet. The City Chevrolet car. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That thing looked nasty. I liked it on a dirt car. Yeah. Maybe they'll, the, maybe they'll leave them bodies on for this weekend. I doubt. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt. Um, uh, Kale won his heat race. Did see our buddy Kill Maven. He went won yes, a heat sir. race. I watched on Flow Racing actually. Sweet man, he's making it big time, dude. He's on Flow Racing. He went on Flow Racing, world. winning, winning, winning heat races. He's yeah. got to remember. There's always a race after the heat. There's race. a race after that. Well, he spun out. Our guy spun out. I ain't really figured out what happened because they were kind of behind it and showed the very tail end of it on Flow Racing. Yeah, he was in the lead. There was a car right on the tail. They went into one. All of a sudden, you see Kale spinning, and that car was hitting him and took off his whole uh, left rear fender. And but they put Kale back in the lead, so I'm assuming that dude dumped him going in there and they Obviously. put him back. Um, but he ended up, I think it was like a green white checker after that or green checker or something like that. And but he's doing a lot better, he's doing a whole lot better, so that's really cool. And I can't say nothing because on our racing series, that's the only thing I ever won was heat races, so you know, he's he's doing pretty daggum good. King of the heat races, king of the heat race, <laughs> but yeah, then uh. Turbo went up there and won it. So Yeah, that's pretty cool for sure. They gave away a Harley up there. A Harley? A Harley. Okay, where's the Harley at? I don't know who won it. And find out who won it. I ain't lying. Came here. I think it was a, I saw it real quick. It might have just been a sports or something though. Hey, still a Harley. Still a Harley. Hardly a Harley. 
There it is. Well, cool, 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 cool. Well, speaking of a little more dirt racing here, um, I guess this one is the uh, father-son show because we got another father-son duo coming on. All right, this other father-son duo we got on here tonight, uh, we got Mark and Cole Vanderheiden, our forward bike guys. What is going on, guys? Uh, nothing much. Cool, man. You, uh, Just hanging out, getting ready for the evening. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's time for it. And it's good old summertime, so uh, got cool stuff to do in the in the evenings now, at least. What uh so well uh it's been a, it's been a few weeks since we uh we, we got talked with y'all on the phone. Um what's been going on? Y'all been doing some racing, ain't you? There Cole? Yeah. Before yeah. we've been come on, fuck. We've been racing down in Oklahoma a lot lately. Uh it's pretty much where we normally race. Port City's probably one of my favorite tracks. Um, but, uh, I got my first win in Nebraska, so pretty excited about that. Well, I figured, I figured that track be your favorite track. <laughs> well, I'm, I kind of, I like it, but I just, I'm not really a fan of the big tracks yet. The bigger ones. I got you. I got you. Cool deal. Well, let's go back. I, I think, I think it's been, you've had about 12 races. We were just saying there a little while ago. Between here and there, and I ain't expecting you remember all those by no means. But we've been watching and seeing because a lot of your races have been on uh, flow racing and stuff like that. So I've been checking them out. And, um, man, I'm going to tell you, just from our perspective, and obviously statistically speaking, you've been getting better and better every week, man. You you really getting the feel of this car now? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm getting better, I guess I could say, because uh, every time I go to the, like, I'm getting better at Port City, I could say, but every different, every track I go to, I get the hang of it at, like, before the feature. Hey, well, that's that's, that's a good time that's to get the, a hang of it. Yeah, as long as you figure it out by then, you're good to go. <laughs> Well, it's not a uh, you know after the feature that you get a hang of it, you're good to go. So that's good. What um, and you talked about size of track. What size uh, the smaller tracks y'all run out? How big are they? Well, the smallest we go to are uh, eighth miles, and then we got fifth miles, and then we have a couple quarter miles that we go to. Okay. So his favorite, I think Port yeah, so Port City's uh would be a fifth mile, I believe. Um, so there's a, quite a few actually in the two Nebraska tracks that we raced at. Um, and then also just this last Saturday night. So we all run the same exact gear. So that helps me. So I don't have to change gear, <laughs> but, um, it seems like that, that size track is, is, it would be his favorite at this point right now. Um, cause since we talked to you guys last, I just kind of looked it up. Uh, we went down to Oklahoma and we were supposed to do two day show for the, um, now 600. And the first night was the was for now 600. The second night got rained out, so we just went to Port City. Um, and then the weekend after that was a big three-day show at Port City, so that was a pretty fun job, uh, fun show there. Cole could kind of talk about that three-day show. That's a big deal. Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, well, 
the three day show was just it was pretty fun. it was really fun. Um the first the first day uh, uh we got third in the feature. Um I think we lost to Garrett Benson and Corbin Ruschenberg. Uh those are the two pretty much top guys that I'll go against or I'll just face and uh looks like the second night I didn't I didn't do two and do as well as I did the first night finished eighth that night um uh I got actually the first night I got my my heat win and second and third I didn't so uh the and the third night, I got seventh. They locked in. They took the top four in points um, from the first two nights and locked them in for six, I think it was. So they locked them in. Um, so that was a pretty big deal to be locked in and not have to do anything Saturday night until the big until the eight features. So um, that was pretty good for him. And that third place was the best finish he's had at Port City. So that was a good one, too. So um, And after that, let's see. We went to our first time at our local track here at Cam Raceway in Hastings, Nebraska, which is two and a half hours away. So that's our localist <laughs> local track. Jeez. So um, he ended up third that night. Uh, had a start in the back and, and made his way up to third. It was a pretty good show. I think he actually got fourth, but the winner was light to scale. So he got DQ'd and ended up at third. So uh, And then we turned around and went back to Fairbury that next the next weekend and that's when he got his first win so um you can kind of maybe he can try to talk about that one a little more detail a little better here yeah man give us a give us all the rundown about your winning night going from uh when y'all rolled off the trailer tell us how you felt then and uh going through uh your hot laps or in, uh, and uh heat races all that stuff tell us about it well when i first got there i thought that I've, before we got there, I watched some videos of it, and they raced midgets there a couple times, and it's it looks like a big track, but when I got there, it wasn't as big as I thought it was. Uh, there's also no wall, so it's it's a little different than a couple other tracks like Core City. Um, but the for hot laps, uh, I was stuck behind two or three guys. I think I went three wide in hot laps. Um, my helmet was pretty muddy. Couldn't find my tear off, I think. And then finally tore it off at the end. Uh, and then heat race. I think second. Uh, we got second. I'm pretty sure I started towards the back, but um, second place, yeah. And then I think we inverted, there was a invert or something, like top six or something, and we started on the pole, which that helped us a lot, because uh, that's the first time, I think the second time I started on the pole ever, was because uh, of Super Bowl Speedway, and um, just led the whole race, led every lap, there was a late caution, that brought second up. Second wasn't that close to me until the caution, and she was flying around that top. Uh, but I could I could hear her about probably like a couple more laps. Probably would have 
got around me. But we got we ended up first. Uh, pretty happy about that. Um, That's awesome, man. It was, was it? yeah. So that was his first kind of experience of. Uh, I kind of told him. I said I, I would suggest just staying on the bottom and going as fast as you can until you see somebody. Um, or hear somebody because that's the hardest part that he's got to learn is when you're up front, you don't know where a better lane is and you don't want to go searching too hard. So, right. Um, and Abigail Lett was behind him and they were going through lap traffic pretty good. And she was, uh, she was up top and he was in the bottom, but I think he would have been just as fast as her. Maybe I would assume if he would have went up top, but uh, like I said, and I wasn't in a position to show him or tell him, um, to move up after the caution. I think there was, three to go at the after the caution and they um took the lap cars out from in between them and had her right behind him and he got a pretty good start on the restart and um she was right at his door at the at the checkered flag so he says a couple more laps i think she would have had in the next lap so, <laughs> um, but that's racing we've all been there i think there's a lot of guys that have lost in the last lap and guys a lot of guys that won so that's right um, it's, it still was a good feeling i mean he did the same thing at uh Cam Raceway the night before. The night before, he went from eighth to first or to second that night, and uh, On they they cut the laps. There was an accident. There was a go kart wreck the night the race before ours, and we sat in staging for probably at least an hour because we waiting oh. for the ambulances. And wow. um, and then after right when they go on the track, they say they're cutting the laps from fifteen to ten, and that's a lot. That's I mean that's a minute. I mean that's five laps and. Um, if you watch the video on that one on our YouTube or anything on Facebook, you could tell that he was right at that kid's door, right at the right at the checkered flag. So it would have been nice to have five more laps, but um, either way, he was, he was a way bigger field on the next night to get the first win on the big field was pretty good. So sweet. Well, that brings brings up a point um, I wanted to ask though. Um, you talk about what he's. Uh, you know what y'all y'all run on smaller tracks eight eighth mile tracks pretty small um can it get pretty tough to pass with those cars on those tracks um in the at port city it's it's kind of where if you're someone's around the top because one night in the three-day show the top was not there and i think i i was it was one lane around the bottom and i went up top try to try Try to pass the guy in front of me and got passing two cars past me in that one turn so it depends on the track i guess because there wasn't there's not sometimes there's a lot of passing and sometimes there's no passing at all so it just really depends on the track that's cool that's cool Uh, yes i think we've only been to one track and that was down in a really small track down in oklahoma that was one lane and um it it'd really be hard to pass. I mean, there was one pass or two in the heat races, but there wasn't very much passing at all. The only way you're really going to get around the kids now on some of those tracks is if they screw up in front of you and you take advantage. So, right. um, but the, like this last Saturday night when he was in second, um, the kid was up top and there was third and fourth place were rolling around the bottom. They're keeping up with them just as fast. So there was two lanes. It was, it was pretty fun to watch. Now, this next week for Speed Week, all the big tracks, there's three or four lanes, some tracks, so it's it's going to be big. Yeah, that's what I want to get to next here. Uh, here y'all got Speed Week, as y'all call it, coming up. Uh, tell us tell us about that, because we don't get that out here on the East Coast. So uh, tell us about that, what goes on, and what, what tracks y'all running, how many races y'all running. 
Um, well, it's just five days in a row of racing, which is going to be a really fun week with all my friends and racing against them. Uh, the first night, Wednesday, uh, we're going to Caney Valley Speedway in Kansas. And the next night is Creek County in Oklahoma. And then we'll go back to Red Dirt, where I blew my motor, did one heat race. Uh, that was the first now 600 race. Um, but then the next night, on Saturday night, we go to Port City again. So hopefully we can do good there. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go back to Creek County Speedway on Sunday, and that'll wrap it up. Phew, man, I'm going to tell you what. You'll have, I mean, I think, I know for sure the top 11 or 12 in the, his division in restricted cars are will be at all five nights. Um, now there's going to be a lot of local kids that might come up. I mean, but that, I'm, I'm just saying for sure, those top 12, 13 kids are all traveling from track to track. So we won't be setting up uh, all the slides on the RV and, and setting up camp and starting a grill because after the night, we'll have to load everything up and we'll head to the next track and we'll probably unload there and spend the, all, spend the day cleaning and maintenance on the car, getting everything ready to go and then race and do it again. So um, I think this is the second. It, I don't really know how many years they've done this, but it's a it's a big thing. And I think you'll actually, it's all, they're all five nights for the national point night. So it's a, they're all national points races. So it'd be good for him on the points. If he can see if he can jump up, I think if he can finish good in all five races, he might be able to jump up two or three spots in the standings. He's in 10th right now. So, um, but all top, all the guys in the top 10 are all, are all easily able to win every single night. So it's, it's tough. And I, I mean, outside of a few kids from California or out east that we don't know about, I mean, I, I really think this is the toughest field that uh, in the restricted micro in division. And I would say that the top 10 are in the top 10 right now. Um, if nothing goes bad, I mean, they'll all be all top 10. All 10 of them will be in the Tulsa Shootout A feature, too. So it'll be fun to watch. Good deal. Well, Mark, I want to ask you, um, and I know, <laughs> being a dad myself, uh Looking at dad's side of it, you know, you want to, you look at all the best that's going on and everything and, and you want to coach them good, but looking at it from the crew chief side and, and a pure, uh, race fan side, I guess you watching Cole here this year doing all that he's done in in this car and in this, in this 600 micro sprint now, um, tell us how you think his involvement has come on. With, with the car well i've told i've told many people that he's he's doing way better than i thought he would be at this point um i also didn't really believe we'd have 21 nights in and 26 features you know with with him racing the a class at the same time at the beginning of the season so i mean we've raced more races this year than i've ever raced i raced four years in a sprint car and never raced more than 20 nights and we've already done that and we just hit june so um i know what that has a lot to do lot to do with how fast he's evolving you know and how, how good he's how fast he's getting better um but a lot of it i sometimes sit back and wonder if he could be faster you know even better or even faster if they had a crew chief that was setting the car up that knew what the hell he was doing that'd be, <laughs> that'd be maybe he'd, he'd be even a little faster i mean we're so close to the other kids that um i've said it before i mean at this point it's basically a guessing game who's going to guess the best on tire pressure and shocks and um and that a lot of that comes with experience. So I would say that 
his talent at this point is making up for my lack of experience. So if we could just keep pushing the right numbers and guessing the right guesses, maybe he can knock a couple more wins out this year. But, um, I mean, of course, we want to win every night we go anywhere. But at this point, I mean, we, you're going into the speed week for five nights in a row. I mean, I set small goals, goals you know, the first night to make the feature every night and finish the feature. You know, if we can – if we can uh, knock off top tens and top fives and, and win one night, I mean, that would be the icing on the cake. So, um, but all five tracks are big and every, all those kids want to win just as bad as he does and all the dads too. So it's, I love to watch it and I'm excited and I'm learning just as much as he is. So I'm telling him less and less each, each night. I think I, at this point he's done more in a race car than I've ever done. So I can't really give him any more tips besides what I maybe see what I think the track's going to do. Um, I basically set the car up and hope that it works for him and, and he has the ability to make it work. If it doesn't, I'm just hoping that he has the knowledge in his head that if it's, if it's not working right, if it's too tight here, or too loose there, that he just tries it a different way the next lap. And that's, that's how you, that's how you get better fast. I assume. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, well, Mark, uh, going off to set up stuff there, we know you have a uh, sprint car background yourself. Um, has it, how is uh going from where you you've started with him learning how to set these cars up to where you are now? How's that coming along for you? Uh, well, I mean, I had a guy helping me on my sprint car that knew more about it than I did, and I just kind of let him go. I was that driver that you know, I just kind of drove the car as fast as I could. That's just that's all I could do. So he <laughs> he I, he'd ask, I'd ask for he'd ask for input, and I give it to him, and he'd do things on the car that. I wasn't always paying attention. Sometimes I would, sometimes I wouldn't. Then, I mean, it just was too much for me at some points to try to figure out what to do with my car and drive it at the same time. And a lot of guys have that, but a lot of guys can do both. But, um, but like setting up his car, I think I have enough base knowledge to know what to do, where to start. Um, I know, I know there's guys that I'm racing with that don't have that knowledge. So we got a little advantage. Um, but I mean, in the end, we got a driven car D one, um and i've been working with the owner of d1 jake and they got web they got set up sheets right on their website he tell they'll tell you how to set it up so i'm not doing it on my own they're definitely helping a lot i mean we've got a lot of help from guys in oklahoma and we got a lot of help from guys in california so it's just a matter of you take a little bit from here a little bit from there but i'm trying to stick to one one side of it right now just to see if we can keep improving so we are completely different we are a uh not completely different setup. We are set up different than we were um, from May on. In May, second week in May, we went to a different setup. Uh, he's doing about the same lap time as he was, um, but the car's got a different feel to it. And we're hoping he's able to maneuver it a little better in traffic and stuff like that. So that's just, we made some little changes and seems to have worked so far. Um, Cause it, works for his high line. He likes to run the high side and top. So hopefully he gets some tops to work with this weekend. There you go. Well, Cole, how is your, uh, is your mindset any different going into, uh, this next week of racing that's your speed week there that, uh, racing five nights in a row, is your mindset any different or is it just kind of same? Just go out there and run as hard as you can. Oh, uh, well, it's, it's a little different. Just, just like every time I go to a track, I want to win, but obviously it's kind of hard to do that. But on uh, this week, 
Uh, I'm just hoping for, I'm just hoping to make the A and uh, do good so I can move up in points maybe. Uh, not running that first week of now 600 brought me down to points and I got to catch back up. Uh, but yeah, I hope, I'm just hoping to make the A's and do good in them and hopefully our car runs good and don't break anything. And yeah. <laughs> well, when y'all had the motor trouble back at the uh, uh, first of the year there, what what actually happened to the motor then? Uh, well, the chain broke and we don't, I don't know if it was, uh, I didn't have something tight or something else broke and, or the chain broke and broke something else, but it bent that front shaft on the motor. Um, the one that holds the front sprocket. So that, that one, you actually, I mean, that was the only thing that was broke on the motor, but they still had to take the motor all the way out and had to take the motor apart to put the new shaft in for the, for that uh, sprocket there. So, um, but this week we do have a, we do have our spare motor that we have it sitting around getting ready to put in the new car. Um, it's just the bare motor. We will bring it this week with us on a five day show. Um, Spare parts aren't going to do us any good in the shop back home seven hours away. So um, we will bring that. Hopefully we don't have to use it. Hopefully we don't have to use any of the parts we're going to bring. But that's just kind of the, as I keep saying, living like the outlaws that you, I mean, five nights of racing that anything can happen. I mean, I'm not, I mean, he could go down there and be top two, three every single night. And that would just be the awesome, most awesome feeling. Um, we could be running mid-pack. I don't, I don't, we don't know, you know, at this point. So. Right. I think he wants, I'd like to, I mean, like I said, I'd love to win at least not one night and be competitive and be there each night. So these kids know he's there. Um, they're all getting along. They're all getting along now. Everybody knows who they are and who each other are. And I've told him before, I said, at the beginning of the season, when we go to the racetrack, Cole's telling me, oh, this kid's here, this kid's here. And, you know, kind of intimidated about it, you know. Um, and I think at this, I think he's, he's turned enough heads and did and finished uh up front enough that people are like, Oh crap, Cole's coming. So that's, that was a good feeling to have too. Cause I think the one night we did go to port city out of nowhere. Uh, I remember one of the kids coming to the trailer right away and said, Cole, what are you doing down here? I thought you're supposed to be racing in Nebraska. So, um, and that was the night he should have probably could have maybe, maybe would have won in port city, but wrecked on the opening lap for the green flag. So that was a heartbreaker there. We, as they say, that's racing sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, he man, went six. That was the that was the first night on the new setup, and he went six to first in the heat race and set set all sorts of uh, worlds on fire and turned all sorts of heads. And they made the and they did the invert, you know, and he had to start six. Um, but then actually the car in front of him didn't come out, so he actually started fourth and just wrong place, wrong time. And um, that was that like that was his best it was his best chance that time to win at port city and that was going to be big but um he'll be back again so for sure for sure but like i said every time i watch it and uh check out the highlights or whatever i'm doing that week it just looks like from week to week progressively it's just getting better and better so uh i think it's going to keep heading in that direction which is going to be really cool to watch um but move over to the uh the forward bite side a little bit. What uh, what's what's out for for summer? Well, we still got that same order we had the last time. We're still uh, obviously the racing is taking over um, all of my time. I'm having troubles even keeping up my Facebook page for forward bite, but <laughs> um, we still try to keep up as much as we can. We got some orders trickling in here and there. Um, 
we're going to bring quite a bit more gear down this week. We're bringing our my nephew Cole's cousin Camden with us this week to help out with crewing. Um, and I said, if these guys can sell me some shirts, maybe we can maybe at least break even on this week of five trips or five nights in a row. But <laughs> there you go. Maybe a lot of shirts, but uh, we'll see what happens. But if he can win a couple nights and sell a bunch of shirts, maybe we can make a couple bucks coming back home. But uh, forward bites fine. We're we uh, we actually sponsored the Hard Charger Award down there for that three day show at Port City. Um, gave a hundred bucks to each driver in each division for the past the most cars and got some more stickers on some drivers' cars. And um, but like I said, it's it's tough when you're it's just me and him to kind of keep trying to push all that stuff during the day and try to sell shirts. So hopefully we can sell a couple and just keep pushing it in the right direction. I know we got a lot more people asking what forward bite is and that's always good so um especially the 91 at fairbury i had three different guys come up and say what's this forward bite so um maybe that's the trick he's just got to win more races that's it that's all there is to it just, just cold that's all you gotta do man is go out there and win races you sell shirts <laughs> that's right <laughs> i mean is that simple come on <laughs> nah <laughs> if only it were Wait, that simple <laughs> That was the old NASCAR motto, wasn't it? Uh, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's the old Ford and Chevy cars, right? That was it. That was it. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, cool deal. Well, I tell y'all what, uh, Cole, tell us about. Uh, I, I know we've talked about it on here before, but uh, tell us about all the sponsors you got on the car now. Um. Well, we have a new sponsor from the last time. I'm pretty sure that's. Emmett Mobile, um, those are the guy. That's the guy next to. Uh, that's the guy in the shop next to us. And then we got Randy Vanderheiden Trucking, uh, Full Tilt Racing Fabrication, uh, Tranka Industries, Papio Pit Barbecue, Barrett Clinic, uh, Gina V Physical Therapy, um, Five Star Race Designs, Three Sixteen Strategy Group. Uh, Chicken Run Alley. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, those guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Forward Bites. Forward Bite. Yeah, this little company, Forward Bite. That little company, yeah. And we like to throw Checkered out there, too. They, um, He tries helping us whenever he can. And we got Checkered and then Advantech Dino Services helping us out with our with the dino time. So, um, but yeah. Cool. I'm a numbers guy, man. I just wanted to tell you the numbers I had here. So, because so, every time we call you in here, I bring up my spreadsheet of all his finishes so we can remember what he did. There you go. These kids got memories like I don't know. But, <laughs> um, and so I try to keep track. I'm trying just to keep track of everything, how many cars. And, and so, in just the restrictor size, up to 21 nights. Um, and he's made 20. 20 nights of that, he's made the eight features. So the one night that he um, broke at Meek and we broke the motor, we didn't get a count. That's so what has got to count as his first DN. I guess that's a DNS, like a DN start. Technically, right. I have not made the feature. And so that's a pretty big thing for him, you know. And so we've been at 10 different tracks now. Out of, out of the 21, 10 different tracks in the first year, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and then, so he's finished, his average finish is 6.9. Um and now the average cars at each show has been 23. So um, those are pretty big stats, I think. And hopefully those numbers keep getting better each each night as the or each day as the years go on. And, and, and that's the point of that. So 
But he's won 45% of his heat races, so that's pretty big. Hey. <laughs> he's, he's shown that he can he can win on the heat race, especially if he starts on the front. So, um, like this last Saturday night, he was starting fourth, and I knew the kid on the front. We part, we pitted right next to him. We were pretty good friends with him, and he's starting on the pole, and that kid's fast, too, and he checked out. And um, Just a matter of you got how fast can you get around the other two cars to, to track him down. So um, just couldn't get to him in time. Well, man, I'm gonna tell you what—that's some—that's uh, pretty impressive numbers for the first year. I mean, it really, really is. Yep. That's... Ten or nine heat race wins, nine heat wins out of twenty-nine or twenty-one nights. So wow, that's not bad. That's 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 really good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really good. Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell you what—it's come a long way since the uh, Tulsa shootout there. Oh yeah, that's. He's excited. He talks about it at least every weekend on our long trips home. He can't wait for the Tulsa shootout. So, um, but like I said, we were racing these same kids are racing this week. And so if we can just keep plugging away and keep getting better and better and being more up front and turn top fives into top threes and top twos and, and win a couple at the end of the year or now, whatever it may take. But um, all these kids are, are awesome. They're all getting faster each week too. So it's, it's fun to hang out and fun to chat, chat with the dads and I'm getting along with everybody. I haven't gotten a fight yet, so it's, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how you that yet. <laughs> well, he's cold. I mean, that's a good thing that I've always said to people too is, and sometimes it's an advantage, sometimes it's a disadvantage. He's so careful in the car. Um, and I don't want to tell him to not be careful because then he's going to tear stuff up and wreck stuff. So he could have passed a couple guys this Saturday night on the high side going up to, you know, down the front straightaway, but they're, they're kind of floating up, you know, going to push them into the wall. Um, and I said, well, if you stay there, they might rub on your tire with their, with their bumper and they might go back the other way or they might keep pushing then you're in the wall. So he's had to slam on the brakes quite a few times because he doesn't want to get smashed in the wall. So, um, and that's, that's just what I'm saying. It's, it's good that he's that cautious and I think it'll help us out in the long run, save a bunch of equipment. So, um, and then the beginning of the races, you know, they're just so treacherous to where if you can find a way to get up to the front smooth and fast, um, you're going to you're going to have a lot more success. But when all the kids are the way they are, and he's just as, just as much of a kid as they are, it's, it's hard to predict which way they're going to go. So um, I think once he gets more aggressive, um, he'll get to the front a lot faster. So we'll see. Cool. What I'm talking about. Well, awesome deal, man. Well, one last thing I want to touch on. You're talking about new car there. Uh, what's plans for the new car? Uh, well, we were uh, spinning pretty fast. Like, we were going to throw it together as fast as I possibly could. And then numbers start adding up. And, and uh, weekends away and the RV start adding up. And um, so it's ready to put together. I'm still missing quite a few of the high-dollar items. It's just a matter of... We decided to kind of slow down on that and focus strictly on this car here. And um, we still love, would love to have it together before the end of the year so we can race it a couple times and then race it again in the Tulsa shootout. So uh, right now the goal, the new goal is to have it ready to race a couple times before the Tulsa shootout. And then we can have him in three classes or more down at the shootout at the end of the year and he'll race and he'll race it full time next year. So more than likely at this point, he'll race non-wing and, and uh, a class and be done with the restricted after this year so um put him up with the adults and um open up the motor and see what he's got there you go there you go well good deal well cold train man um 
we're gonna be we've been rooting for you and i man i'm gonna tell you what getting to see and that's what's really cool is like i said i've i've got to see a lot of your races especially on like flow racing and stuff like that um so man i tell you what we're gonna be definitely uh pulling for you some more here in these upcoming weeks yep this saturday night i'll be on flow racing again at port um the rest of the races will be on fast four fast four media fast four media i haven't um got hooked up with those guys yet i don't know how their broadcasts go but i think they're 30 dollars a month for the fast four so all the other nights will be on that this week so um we'll see what happens but yeah watch us on saturday night let us know and hopefully you can put on a show that's night four that's so you know what i mean that's night four in a row so we'll see hopefully we're all there in one piece and still right <laughs> we're going for the win so there you go well i hope y'all are for sure but anyway, guys, it has been cool to catch up again and uh, hang out with y'all again. And uh, I imagine we'll be doing it again before too long, talking about some more yep. wins. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks for having us on. All right, buddy. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thank you, Cole. And uh, one more thing, man. Uh, I was going to tell you real quick or ask you real quick. Uh, what, how, how's your iRacing coming? Uh, playing it a little bit too much every day because uh, <laughs> it's I've pretty – I have a couple other things I could be doing, but I racing's pretty fun, especially when you race with your friends. Yeah. But I saw, he's I saw, getting better. I, I, I saw I saw you got a uh, well, your dad sent it to me. Uh, you, you got a, a paint made for the sprint cars on there, and uh, it, it matches your cars. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I like it. <laughs> yep, trading paints did him up. Uh, one of his friends on iRacing did him up the car to match it, and now we know what his car would look like at a full blown sprint car. So that's pretty cool. There you go. But yeah, we we like the white design, so we, we hope to get out the white design out of your next couple of months so we everybody can see it. But you gotta do what's right time and now, so Well good deal, guys. Well, cool deal. Well, we appreciate y'all coming on again and uh we will be talking with y'all soon. All right, thanks guys. Thanks. Thank you. Very cool to four bike crew to come on and hang out with us again. Yeah, absolutely. Every time they come on, they, they, they're getting better and better. So it's good to go. Um, and I'm going to tell you what, man, as far as a test, <laughs> a five-day run on the road, Ooh. that's going to be a good test. That's going to be tough. That'll test your nerves. <laughs> I'm telling that's you. What, that'll what, test. Man, great. Dude, that's that's going to be a tough haul for sure. And um, hopefully we can keep all our stuff in one piece and uh, can uh, come out on top there. For sure, but... As we say every week, we appreciate Ford Bite coming on with us. And uh, y'all go, as Mark was just talking about, y'all go check out all the Ford Bite apparel. And uh, once they get back off the road, they'll ship it out to you, I promise. That's right. <laughs> but speaking of our partners, there's another one we need to talk about, or another couple here we need to talk about, and that is SRI Performance. Man, shoot. I'm going to tell you what, I don't know about for those guys because they got kind of set stuff on that uh on the micro sprints, but just as uh Derek Ramey was talking about earlier, they're putting Randy King was over there putting brakes on uh on his car from SRI with the PFC brakes. Um, that's the kind of service you get with SRI. You buy brakes from them, you get somebody to come install them. <laughs> Can't beat it, man. <laughs> and the best in the business come do it too. Man. That's right. That's you cannot right. beat it. It's it's like they always say, one stop shop. Oh, got everything you need. And great people to come help you out and then uh, get the stuff set up on your car, too. So, um, but that is cool, like we said, or like Derek said earlier. 
uh, with with SRI and Stock Car Steel being on the car. That's, that's awesome to have, and that's right there in their backyard. For sure, it definitely is right across the bridge over there pretty much from them. Um, got everything you need, guys. I know it's getting to that mid mid point in the season now, and uh, a lot of guys have uh, tore up some stuff, or there's a guy out there beating you every week, and you got to figure out how to make your car faster. Guys, go over to SRI Performance. They got every part you need to put back together your car if you need to or to make it faster. When you find out what these guys are doing and yours needs to be a little bit faster, they got all the parts to do it. They, Like I said, one-stop shop for all things racing. They got everything. Go over to uh, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and uh, they just put up that they had some, uh, some, uh, I think some sheet metal back in stock because they've been out of stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, get, it, get it, it while you can get it while it's hot <laughs> apparently it's right off the press there so uh y'all uh y'all go get it and um get your cars looking good for these sponsors out there they, they appreciate that uh also uh they got as always they got your uh drake all your draco spring needs all the pdf sheets right on the website there at www SRIPerformance.com. And if you're buying anything on there, make sure at time of checkout you put in promo code CBONE10. That's C is in chicken. B O N E 1 0. Get your 10% off there at time of checkout. Bad, I almost forgot how to spell bone. I'm just glad I remember what to say. <laughs> My part. Well, I wasn't that almost forgot how to spell bone. I just, it's like it comes out just so. Easy. I just kind of forgot where I was in saying it. Easy as a Sunday morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Easy as Sunday morning, you know. Oh, good deal. Well, there was some uh, left in the anorotin going on this past weekend in the wide world of Nassie Car. Yeah. Yeah, man. Started out in uh, in mid-Ohio. Mid-Ohio. I think we're going to be somewhere in mid-Ohio this weekend. I don't know exactly. I don't know where. Somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, <laughs> think there's, I don't think there's much there other than a racetrack sitting in the middle of it. That's pretty much all Ohio is. There's just racetracks. Just yeah, just fields and then, oh, there's a racetrack. There's a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were up there. Um, I like that track, man. I always have. I don't know why. It's just so much elevation changing just up and down. and I don't know. It's cool track. It's a cool little track, but there's some flat, flat corners on it. Yeah, there flat, is. Flat, long corners. Yeah. It's that really a, mess with those guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, uh, man, I'm tell you what. Noah can't do, do nothing on a uh, road course he, this year. He, he's got some bad uh, mojo right now going on. I don't know what's going First on. First lap. Boom. <laughs> yeah, he's catching the devil for sure. Hey, you hit the grass so hard, you tear the radiator out of it. <sighs> Dude, I don't know. Tear the oil cooler and everything else out of it. He is, he is having some tough luck, for sure. But, uh, man, old Ty Gibbs, dude, I tell you what, man, we keep talking about him now, and, you know, he's coming on and running some different things. And, dude, I mean, in my opinion, the best road racer that was there, I think, was A.G. Allmendinger. I just believe Oh, it. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, Seeing Ty run right tit for tat with him, that's pretty daggum good. Well, I think, I think AJ just said, uh, no, you're not winning this one. Oh, he he, he definitely <laughs> moved him. Ain't no doubt about that. <laughs> and, and Ty didn't like it either. Ty didn't like it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 
there was somebody even just on iRacing the other day, and this goes for any kind of racing. I don't care what it is. Um, people were talking about it because it was last lap, last corner. Guy went in there and bumped the guy, moved him up the track, passed him, won the race. Some people were mad about it. Some people were like, hey, it was last lap. You do what you can to win. And they were saying, oh, the guy was blocking it. And then some people were saying, oh, it's dirty racing because you never tried to pass the guy. You just tried to move him out of the way. You never made an attempt to pass him. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. I really don't. I mean, sometimes it's exciting well, regardless. Well, really, in my opinion, mid-Ohio versus somewhere like Sonoma, um, the braking zones are totally different. Oh, yes. At the two tracks. So moving somebody at mid-Ohio in order to pass them is, in my opinion, a whole lot more needed and required than a place like Sonoma. Yes. Um, because you got a lot more braking zones. You can outbreak somebody and get through there and, and, and make the pass on them clean, most cases, um, where it's not as easy there. But also, there's a lot of there was a whole lot riding on that race for AJ. I mean, oh, yeah. that was his team's home track. They had a pile of people from Leaf Fielder there. There was just a whole lot there that he wanted to make sure he got that win for his team. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. He moved him. I mean, he didn't he take didn't him, him out. He didn't wreck him. Um, I just think it was a racing thing, man. I don't, I mean, I, put it this way. It ain't nothing I would never see Ty Gibbs do. Exactly. So, you know, I that, just. That's my thing is a lot of people have complained about it. But then when they're the ones in second place, um, probably going to see something very similar happen. Oh, for sure. It's always, you always going to be mad about when it happens to you. Oh, yeah, no doubt. For sure. And, you know, I, Ty's got a lot. He's got a long way to go. A long way to go. Um, starting out where he's at now, I mean, he's got, he's, he's, he's definitely um, way further along than most people his age would ever be. Um, so he's got a long way to go to, uh, to make up that win for sure. And, uh, Everybody knew he was there, no doubt about that. I mean, he ran a good race. He, he he's he's very talented, ain't no doubt about it. Ain't no you can't take that away from him no. at all. Um, he's in good equipment for sure, but uh, no matter where he goes, he 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 runs very very well. And like we've always said here in the past two years of doing this or whatever, you know, in my opinion nowadays, the uh, the road racing stuff really showcases the talent. Nowadays, because you're kind of just hand tied, he's mile and a half. So, um, but he's been on a tear, man. He has won some. He has won some races here lately. Mm-hmm. He won on the Arca race, didn't he? Uh, well, didn't they have? Did, I can't remember. There was something there, run. I don't remember, but yeah, he turned around one. Well, I was at Charlotte. I think he won the won the Xfinity race and yeah, turned around, yeah. won the Arca and run the Arca race and won it too, all on the same day. I know. Um, but I think, yeah. He's fast. I just can't understand why I can't get a sponsor on the car. I ain't figured that out yet either. I think they can. They just choose not to, maybe or something. I don't. I don't really know. I ain't real sure. I ain't either. I ain't I ain't figured that out. I want. I want to know why nobody is saying anything about that because if I'm just gonna say if Kyle Busch was riding around for the past month with no sponsor on his car, somebody would have been done said something. The only thing I can figure is at the first year they weren't planning on running this many races. Right. And 
a lot of these sponsors, a lot of a lot of companies, they kind of set their budget at some, some especially uh, sponsorship type budgets and stuff like that. That is set at the first year. Right. And maybe they've run more than, you know, what they originally planned on. And so they just can't get nobody, but he ain't got nobody in the Arca Series either. And he was planning on running all them races. <laughs> right. Yep. I don't know, man. It's weird. Very, very weird. Because he started out with Monster, right? Yeah, and he still... I mean, he still wears Monster suit. He still wears Monster suit, and he was drinking a Monster in Victory Lane. Yeah. Last weekend, like, I'm like, well, maybe they need to put a monster on the car. <laughs> yeah. We can put a chicken bone alley sticker on there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got plenty of room for it. I, I got some five-inch five inch ones. That's right. We'll, we'll put a couple you, on You might there. not see it on TV or anything, but we'll put them on there. Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, that was pretty cool for colleague to finish 1-2 uh, at their home track and home home race there. Pretty cool. And having all them people there. So that was cool, too. And, and especially, I like Justin Haley, too, man. Dirt track guy and... We've seen him right here at Lakeview yeah. running his uh, modified. So uh, pretty neat to see that, too. And um, more and more of these dirt guys are performing well on road racing. That's crazy, isn't it? It's very, it, yeah. I, I mean, you wouldn't, 10 years ago, I'd have never said, I'd have said that in no way. No, not a dirt guy. Because I could, I could always say, I've always said a dirt guy would run good on asphalt. I've always said that just because yeah, you got just, better car control, in my opinion. Right. Um, but I never would have thought they'd run better on road courses. Well, I mean, it's all in car control too, but in my opinion, though, it's a different type of car control. <laughs> well, there's so much technique in yeah. shifting and downshifting, straight and line breaking, breaking. And yeah. I mean, there's so much involved in it. And I, 10 years ago, I mean, you used to see it. I mean, there would be 10 road racers come up, never, never run cup cars oh yeah boris said was one of the biggest ones right they come up and, and and be running every road race yep and you don't see it anymore harley because i mean it's just because they're not gonna go out there and outrun uh kyle larson or chase elliott or martin truex they're just not gonna outrun them anymore no not gonna do it but it's uh it's really cool seeing it though i, I do like it i like it a lot I'm, I'm glad it's getting to that point and and there's more of it there's more more road racing because uh it's definitely, in my opinion, it's a whole lot more exciting. So, uh, pretty cool. But hats off to them guys. Glad to see AJ get him a win. I think he's a pretty cool guy. He, uh, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He was all excited for sure. So, that was cool. But, um, so that, and then they went on to Sonoma for the Cup Boys. Um, hadn't been there in a while. Nah, I've been a couple of years now because they weren't able to race there last year. Um, and, Kyle Larson essentially picked up where he left off at at, at Charlotte, I guess. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> I think his hauler beat everybody out there. I don't know. <laughs> I think he beat he, his hauler beat. He sold more T-shirts. He did everything better than everybody else. No all doubt, one hundred percent. Man, I just do. We we keep saying it, and we said it before, and <sighs> dude is a ridiculous talent, no doubt. I'm going to tell you, and I was kind of debating on this with myself, I guess. You've had talents come along, like, back in the day, A.J. Foyt. He was kind of one that could cross different cars and run good at whatever he run. And then you had Tony Stewart come along, kind of same deal. Kind of. But I'm going to tell you, man, <laughs> if you look at the numbers, just look at the numbers, 
Kyle Larson's out achieving all of those. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. In two years' time. Right. I mean, yes, he done stuff before that, but in these past two years, all of a sudden, you know, last year he didn't run no NASCAR. Well, uh, first few races, but after that, didn't run any NASCAR. Ran all dirt between sprint cars and late models. Set the world on fire and everything he ran. And he's continued that this year, but also in the Cup Series, <laughs> right? And and that's the that's the hardest thing. I mean, we've seen it before. We've heard people talk about it. You know, once you get to the Cup level, the the talent level is leaps and bounds from everybody else. Just in overall driver talent, and I think the fact that equipment. I mean, once you get to that level, it's everything's so equal, pretty much. And that, oh yeah, you know. But bad as I hate to say it, I think what happened to him last year, uh, getting getting him into the car he's in now, uh, no, Hendrick Motorsports was not at the level that they are right now a couple of years ago. They have definitely worked on their, their uh, package or something. Oh, yes. Majorly. Um, but I think he's in a good spot now. I, I really do. And, I mean, he is... He has finished second. I don't know how many times this year, and now three wins. And um, <laughs> even though they're teammates, I was looking on on some different social media stuff. Even though they're teammates, Chase Elliott fans are not happy with Kyle Larson. <laughs> Ch- Chase isn't happy. <laughs> I well, mean, Ch- I don't think Chase is mad with Kyle. I think Chase is just mad that he don't understand why he can't run. He knows he's got the same stuff. I, I I don't believe that he I don't believe for one second he believes that he's not getting the same stuff Kyle's getting. I think he thinks he's getting the exact same thing Kyle's getting. He just can't run there with him. Yeah, well, and that's that's really the thing about it. You look at him the past three weeks. They finished one two past three weeks. If it had not rained at Coda, I think Kyle would have won that race. Oh, he would have because they were because uh, Chase had to come in pit. Right. Um, but running wise, they were running pretty, pretty close. I mean, not way different. They were running right. pretty close. Charlotte running pretty close. Sonoma, pretty doggone close. I mean, they are very, very close together. Um, what I wonder is if they set those cars up the same, I mean, what is the, cause we all know, I mean, certain people can drive different than others, exactly. you know, they prefer different things, different setups, whatever. But out of all the Hendrick drivers, it looks to me like that Chase and Kyle are really close in driver ability and and response to what they're getting, what they're getting in the race car. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I watched of the race yesterday, the uh, at Sonoma, especially on road courses, and I believe this happens at every track, but I really believe it on road courses. Martin Truex was actually a little bit faster than Chase and Kyle on the long, long runs. If he had a full fuel run, stage run at least, he was at least catching them. At right. least. He, I'm not saying he was passing them. He was catching them. He was, he was running faster lap times at the end of that run. What that tells me is Kyle and Chase are driving these cars a whole lot harder than everybody else. And somehow they're keeping tires up under them because I don't know how, that, that's the thing I don't know how right. you would do. I don't know how they're keeping tires up under them. That's some smart crew chiefs there being able to keep tires under them. 
Well, the, but the, they're driving a the dog out of them. Oh, they definitely are. But not only drive, I mean, yeah, grip's a major thing, of course, and they have figured out something with grip. Oh, yes. But the thing that was the most noticeable to me, especially on early run, was their ability to brake a whole lot later. I mean, dude, yes. they were they were driving in way harder, way, yep. way harder than, than Martin, and being able to drive off. But but I'm going to tell you something. I cannot remember the name of the program right now. You might remember it. And we talked about this before uh, when it was Hendrick. Hendrick has now a uh, track car program right. at their shop. And they claim it's not cup cars, and apparently NASCAR has looked at it and said it's approved. Right. But you can go buy a car from Hendrick right now. Anybody can. Um, I can't remember the price. So it wouldn't. It wasn't insanely, I mean, they were expensive, don't get me wrong, but it's not as insane as it, it was like $145,000, $150,000, I think it is. And you can go buy, essentially, a cup car with a a, a cup engine in it. I think it's a 750 package, which is what they're running it. Right. Well, they have, they have, it's a whole program over there. These guys are going out testing those cars and, running on road courses and stuff. And NASCAR is allowing it right now because apparently there's something different enough in the car that <laughs> they're, they're not balking on it as far as testing stuff. Um, but ever since Hendrick has started that program, their road course game has stepped up majorly. <laughs> Dude, there, there is nobody. They, <laughs> there should not be another car on the racetrack really no when they go to a road course no, no. i mean they really should and, and you can about narrow that down to the uh the five and the nine yeah pretty much i mean it, it's i don't know man they have definitely got something figured out and i look at it i don't know i don't know where it's at i don't know what they have figured out but it is definitely noticeable majorly noticeable well just as you just talked about there um how they they can outbreak anybody. Our buddy Randy Keene, we've talked about him a lot on this show, haven't we? Yeah. Anyway, he'll tell you every day, horsepower don't do you no good if you can't slow it down right. That's right. 100% right. And the brake game is, and we've learned a lot in the dirt world, and I know it's just as much, if not more important, in the asphalt world too. So, um what all they're doing and learning with brakes is is uh you know way way above our pay grade for sure but good lord yes um they definitely got something figured out no doubt about it 100% and you know even at the big brake tracks Martinsville um they're they're dominating man they're just they're just killing them oh yes on entry and see that's the thing that we used to see you know back in the day we you know you could see somebody out break somebody, but you it kill them on exit. Yeah, they couldn't rotate center for nothing. Nothing, but and they can get that thing wove down, and turn the other direction on heartbeat. Well, they got it figured out for sure. But um, nonetheless, Kyle dominated every stage <laughs> again. Um, Dude, I saw I saw a, a spreadsheet of the points now. He's still way behind Denny Hamlin, which I don't. I do. I do I not understand don't get that. that. I don't get it at all. But his uh, playoff points were almost double what anybody else's is. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he's on a tear. Martin Truex was next to him. He was closest, but other than that, they were like double anybody else. Well, he uh, he he <laughs> he is definitely on a, on a good roll now. And and like I said, I you know what happened to him. I'm I'm, I'm I hate it did, but I'm glad it did at the same time because he's uh he's in a good place now and he's running very well. And um, you know things happen for a reason, but he uh he is definitely showing his talent now where I thought he would years ago. And um, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is or was or still is or whatever with Ganassi, but uh, I think he was being held back there showing his abilities. Yeah, I don't. Well, Hendrick and Ganassi at that time weren't in a good place. I mean, they just weren't. They weren't winning races. They weren't. Right. They weren't doing a whole lot. Um. What I don't understand, and Hendrick and them actually apologized to Ganassi on, on radio and everything else the other day because at Charlotte they had two motors blow, both their motors blew, and they took complete ownership of it. Said it was something they put in it, parts failure. I mean, it was a yeah, but I mean those they don't build those car, those motors car Pacific though, do they? Not that I know of. As far as I understand, they're just on a, essentially a motor lease program. Right now, they may have set aside motors. That are the lease motors. Right. I guess. I don't know. I don't... I, and, and we've heard about that before. That just like Stuart Haas and and all those guys, um, just like Corley Joy this year, he is an affiliate of Chip Ganassi Racing. Right. So his motor program, I think they're getting like what they consider like B or C motors which are not the newest technology. I would assume Chip Ganassi should be A-motors, which should be brand new stuff. Mm -hmm. I would assume that. I don't know. I really don't know. And I don't get it, but I don't think, I I do not think that uh, motor issues is is Ganassi's only problem. No, it's definitely not. I mean, they've been struggling. Was Chastain come up this week and run pretty good? I mean, well, he he not, ran good at Coda. I mean, yeah, he's he's been running really good at the road course stuff, and but took some people out. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, he used his bumper a little <laughs> bit. Bumper go out a bit, but you know, don't worry about it. Just keep going. He's used to driving a plow, but it don't matter. He don't care. Just go. Just go. But uh, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know really what's going on there. But um, I'm glad to see him back or on top. At this point, you know, we, we've been watching him for a long time, uh, come up through the ranks and, uh, he got to the top and, you know, it kind of, well, I'm sure it probably, probably was discouraging to him. I think at some point had to be because of, you know, his talent level, you know, well, you start questioning your talent. No doubt. You got to, I mean, you know, we said it before, I'd rather run in a top notch pull of John Hunter. Yeah, go run a top-notch truck versus running a bottom-level cup car and, and run well. At least, okay, you're not winning the big money, but at least you're not getting discouraged and, well, I just, I ain't got it no more, whatever. Um, but whatever the case may be, he uh, he has definitely got his mindset right now because he is rolling. And, you know, he's finished top two, win, whatever, Lord knows, I can't even remember how long now. So, um, and then he goes run sprint car race or dirt late model race and wins and 
finished top two, three in that too. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable, really. It really is. Well, speaking of it, me and Sterling was talking about earlier. We don't really know where he's going to be at this week. We we've we've heard both of us have heard different things about where Kyle's going to be running all week. But I do know this. I will say this. I'm pretty sure NASCAR strategically put the All Star race at Texas on Sunday for a reason. I certainly hope so. <laughs> in our in in well, I don't think it's for one person, but I just think it's because dirt racing has come up so much that the whole world gonna be watching Eldora this week. Yeah, yeah. When you got uh when you got last year's and this year's uh dreams coming up, um at hundred and twenty seven thousand to win uh Thursday night and hundred and twenty six thousand to win. It's really it's Saturday night. Yeah, it's still really weird to me though because they're doing it backwards. Yeah, I I don't I don't really understand that at all. Um, nonetheless, I but mean, whatever it's, it's racing, I don't it's, care. I mean, yeah. I don't. <laughs> you could call you call it toilet bowl one hundred. Far as mm-hmm. I care, I I won't watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So uh, we are uh, we we've hinted on it here and there a little bit, but yeah, we are headed up there um, Friday afternoon. We're gonna try to get up. Uh, we won't. We will definitely not make it for Friday night. Uh, we got an 11-hour ride, so we'll get up there good ways, and we'll be ready to hang out with our buddies Randy Keene and uh, and whoever else we can uh, go aggravate up there, hopefully, and and um, be well, we ready see for... Our, we see our buddies. Uh, we know Kyle Strickler's going to be in the house up there in the Bloomquist race car, and uh, also Chris Ferguson. He's going... Uh, it's been a good track for him, too. He's going to be there. Um, Michael Brown. Michael, Michael Brown's Brown going, yeah. It's all day Michael Brown's going. Tell him, tell him we'll see him there. Um, a lot of our guys going to be up there. So uh, I think it's going to be it's gonna be cool to watch, cool to see. I'm just glad. I hate that we can't go. I, I'd love to be there the whole week seeing everything. But I'm glad we're going to see one night at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we've, we've all... Work, work schedule suck. <laughs> Well, it is uh, it is what it is for sure. But, oh yeah. Um, we've always wanted to go to Eldora, and uh, what better race to get to than the Dream Man? It's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll tell y'all, our buddy uh, Randy Keene, RK Motorsports Consulting, and SRI's Brake Tech guy. He uh, good friend of ours now. He um, he messed me. Man, are y'all coming to Eldora? I said, man, I don't know. I said, I just went back to work. I can't take off no time right now. I talked Sterling about it. I'm like, man, this might be good. Might be good. He said, let's go. Let's take off. Let's take off Friday. As soon as you get off work, let's go. So uh, I know Sterling didn't want to take off any time because he's come back off vacation too. So it just worked out that all we can do is one day of it, but one day's better than no days. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be it'll be good. And uh, man, I'm looking forward to it. I've been wanting to go to Eldora for a long time. We're going to have good weather. Um, in the 80s, I think, up there. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting for sure. Definitely is one of these uh, one of these years we go and get there and see the whole at least three days of it, whatever they have, eventually. But this will uh, have to suffice for now. Yeah, oh I yeah, I think we'll be happy with it. Oh, for sure. We're gonna watch it all week anyway. I think it's all all on flow racing. So, yep, it's all on flow racing. So everybody be ready to watch starting Wednesday night. The uh, the prelim races or whatever, I guess, uh, two twenty-five thousand dollar win races, I think. Um, who all sets the field for that? I don't know. I haven't saw. I haven't seen that. 
Um, but I know uh, that'll be Wednesday night. Thursday night will be the um, all the B features and whatever else, and yep. then the uh, and then the this the, year's this dream. Year's dream, yeah. Uh, for 127000 to win. And then uh, Friday night, they'll start it all back over for last year's dream. Uh, so it'll be two dreams in, in one weekend. So that'd be pretty neat. So dream come true? No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Did it. Oh, hold on. Where's that? There it is. There it is. <laughs> Get yeah. used out of this button one day. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be neat, man. We're looking forward to that for sure. And uh, you never know, maybe old Kyle Larson will be up there. Um, Who knows? We were talking about that earlier. We don't really uh, – Sterling was saying he saw something. He was going to run some midgets. or But I saw they might possibly be at Eldor. So, I, th- I, I think they're ones that it's just y'all know when we get there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and the rest of the field's like, on it, they're here. <laughs> That'll be interesting if he does show up. And I don't see how he couldn't show up for at least one set of them. I feel like he's going to run all of them personally. Yeah, well, I think if he goes, he's going to run both of them. I mean, yeah. why not? Exactly. He don't have to beat at Texas till Sunday, so. Exactly. You know, I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you at that point? You're there. Especially for that kind of money. All your equipment's there. Yeah, go run for both of them. Um and which I really like, too, us missing the first one. If we had to miss one, missing the first one and being there for a second, everybody kind of get used to whatever, and, you know, you're going to see, you gonna see some... Well, they're going to save their stuff in the first one. If they can win, they're going to go out there and try to win. Don't get me wrong. But they're going to save their stuff enough in the first one because they want to be around still for the second. Right. Yeah, they got to save their stuff. Because <laughs> you got to make the show to make some good money. Right. Yep. So we're excited, man. We're going to be headed up there. Might sleep in a tent. We don't never know. Yeah, my sleeping truck, my sleeping tent. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Can we get a camper shell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure, but uh, we're looking forward to it. Definitely are. Well, cool, cool. What other racing we got? We got anything else? I think everything else rained out. Yeah, around here for sure. I know Florence, they were supposed to run. They rained out. I will say, uh, I, I, I talked about it earlier a little bit, Um Blake Roark over at uh, Sumter this past weekend. He drives a little stock V8 car. Good-looking car, though. Good, real good-looking little Camaro. Um, he, uh, <laughs> I, I've known him. I've met him a few times anyway, his daddy especially. Uh, they got a place down at the lake where my mom and dad are. And uh, But anyway, went over there. First time I ever actually watched him run. Went over there, talked to him, handed him some stickers. He slapped one right on there gas lid on the car and uh i was picking with him i said uh just like i told earl i said a chicken mold alley decal is good for at least tenth and a half a lap <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations to him because he went out there and uh straight away to sweet dude yeah it works man i'm telling it works. you it works it works 100 percent most of the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly what what he said yeah <laughs> Another another buddy of ours, old Derek Griffith. He's uh he's he's getting suited up and and ready to hit to. Uh, I saw I saw him going. He's, he's getting car New ready. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. Big big event coming up this week. So uh, good luck to them guys too, and hopefully they can get another win with the chicken bone alley sticker on there. I think he can. He's always a threat. No matter where he goes. Yeah. I love yeah, it. For sure. Love it. Got a text from the other day. All I'm going to say is uh, 
Be listening. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Be listening. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's right. Oh, good deal. All right. Well, guys, as always, like we always say on here, thank you all to all our partners here, uh, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, Randy Keene with RK Motorsports Consulting and SRI there, uh, Team SRI Motorsports. Um, thank them so much for all they do every week. Also, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, y'all heard the man on here himself earlier this show. Thank Earl a lot. Y'all go check out everything he's got. Y'all just heard everything he's got. So y'all go check him out for any of your engine needs. Anything, anything, as as he said. I mean, crate deal is a big deal, but he does anything. Um, thank his son, Derek Ramey, driver 91 Longhorn, for uh, hanging out with us, too. Um, really cool to uh, talk with them guys. So, uh, yeah. Really appreciate that. And always uh Ford Bite. Y'all heard them on here just a little while ago. It's been it's been the it's been the sponsor showcase tonight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh Mark and Cole Vanderheiden. We appreciate them coming on here and appreciate Ford Bite always as always. They uh help us out and um like I said, we, we gonna do some stuff there with I racing stuff and all that fun jazz. Um but y'all go check out Ford Bite Apparel. And go get you some T-shirts or whatever you want to get. Get some Christmas presents. Never too early to buy Christmas presents. Nah. <laughs> uh, checkered the race hub. Y'all go check them out. Um, a lot of fun stuff on there. All racing, all the time. Also, RMAC Solutions. Yeah, man, you definitely gotta check them out. Um, we say it every week. Everybody needs good fab equipment. Good trusting fab equipment. You know, I use it every day in in our line of work. It's not in the it's not in the racing industry necessarily, but um, but you know, in the racing industry, fabrication is a big big part of it. So uh, definitely check them guys out. They can help you in every need you need, far as that goes, uh, for sure. Uh, welders, plasma cutters, plasma tables. CNC machine tables, whatever you you name it, they can hook you up, um, get you new new equipment, get you parts for your equipment that you have now, or can get you some good used equipment. Come set it up for you and get you rolling. So definitely go get in some love and uh, check them out. For sure, uh, a little bit of a uh, news just to come across the desk here that I wanted to uh, to say just because we were just talking about some Bloomquist chassis. Um, Pretty cool deal coming along here. Bruce Nunnally. Nunnally. I've never understood how to say it. Nunnally. Anyway, he was the head chassis builder for Bloomquist chassis from 2003 to 2014. Well, he is coming back on board. He was a... He was um. He owns Bruce Built Performance, and he was doing rocket chassis. Well, now he's coming back on board with Bloomquist being the head chassis builder again. So uh, I think that's going to be we, – yes. we been, we've been talking about that. I think Scott's really turning to the chassis side. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're going to see a big turn here now pretty soon. I really do. I think that's coming. So 
little piece of little tidbit of information coming across the desk here. I just wanted to share real quick. But anyway, guys, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us uh, again this week. Appreciate everybody for coming on the show and talking with us. And um, I reckon, uh, reckon we'll be back same time, same place next week. What you think? I believe so, man. All right, guys. Well, we will be talking with y'all later.